Welcome to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, holistic health coach, Reiki practitioner, and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, recipes, services, programs, and ebooks. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you'd like to submit a question or a topic for me to discuss, submit it on the podcast page at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and join our Facebook group, Wellness Wellness Podcast Tribe. So this week, I am on the road again. When this comes out, I will be driving up to LA. I'll spend a couple days there, and then I'm going to go up to the Bay for a few days, make my way back down to San Diego. I just don't like to make the San Diego to Bay Area drive all in one one swoop. I got to break it up because it's a pretty long drive, and there's always things to do in LA, so I basically have just coordinated some podcasts and meetings to align with my travels, which will be perfect. So it's going to be a quick trip in each place, getting a lot of stuff done for work. I wish I had some more downtime in between, but you know, work is fun too. So that's what I'll be up to the next week and a half, mostly driving, podcasting, getting things done. Sometimes I feel like Maybe I didn't actually move out of LA. Maybe I'm just on a really long extended San Diego vacation. Does that make sense? I feel like since moving out of Los Angeles, I am there the same amount I was when I actually lived there. If you guys have been following along, you might remember when I lived in LA, I was really only home like a week out of every month and then I was just traveling nonstop. But that was mostly because I just didn't want to be there. So. I love San Diego. I love Los Angeles too. It could just be a headache to live there after after a while, but it will always feel like home. So I'm excited to go back for a couple days, even though it's just a lot of work stuff, but I'll get to see some people and it's going to be fun to take a little road trip. I am working on a lot of fun things, exciting new things, a lot of launching going to be happening in the next year or so in the next few months things are going to be changing and I am working on a lot of content and I want more ideas from you guys about really what you want to hear what you want to read topics for me to cover on my website on the podcast tell me what you're into tell me what you have questions about as always if you want me to dive into something let me know. You can leave a comment on one of my social media photos on Instagram. You can send me an email at Christina at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. You can post it in the Wellness Realness Podcast Facebook group. You can go to ChristinaRiceWellness.com and then go to the podcast page and submit a topic there. But just let me know. I am all ears. I'm just in this space of expansion and regrowth and I want to always make sure I am talking about what you guys want to hear. I'm here for you. I just want to give you the content you so desire. So let me know 
what topics you're super interested in. It really helps me when you give me feedback. Especially with my membership site, I've been getting really great feedback about that, which helps me so much when you guys tell me which posts you want to, you want me to write and like what you want me to really get into, the things that I handle with my clients, what you want me to share in the membership post. So if you're not already a member on my website, you can go to ChristinaRiceWellness.com and check that out there. I have a whole membership section with exclusive blog posts as well as a Q&A section. And you get a free download of my ebook, Paleo Basics. But all of those blog posts are basically pure gold. And I recommend going through that membership, honestly, before you work with a practitioner, because I share a lot of what I share with my clients there. I share different protocols to help with your hormones and your gut health and all that jazz. So make sure you check that out if you haven't already. And something that I have been chatting about more is fertility awareness method and tracking my cycle. And I recently on my Instagram stories shared more about how I use my daisy. I, you know, showed a little demo putting my thermometer in my mouth because people wanted to know how it works. So if you didn't already see that, you can go to my Instagram at Christina Rice Wellness and I have it saved as a highlight if you just go to, I think I called it cycle tracking. I talk more about my daisy there. I'm obsessed with it. If you aren't familiar with daisy, this is how I use fertility awareness method to track my cycle, to know when during the month I'm fertile, and when I am not, I get a lot of questions about fertility awareness method because you've heard me talk about the negative side effects of hormonal birth control. You've heard Dr. Lara Bryden and Dr. Jolene Brighton and other health experts on this podcast also speak to that. It can do a number on your gut health. It really depletes nutrients in your bodies. It can affect your mental health your energy, and of course, obviously, your hormones. You're giving your body exogenous hormones. So if you choose to get off of hormonal birth control, I highly recommend utilizing fertility awareness method. This is useful for every woman. If you're looking to avoid pregnancy or if you want to get pregnant, obviously, it will be helpful to know when you're fertile during the month. And if you don't care about either of those things, I mean, most people fall into one of those two categories. It's still really useful information for every woman to have about her body. It helps you just track your cycle in terms of ovulation and menstruation, obviously know your fertility windows, and keep track of your temperature. This information can be helpful with your doctors or your practitioners. It can help you figure out how to adjust your nutrition and your exercise and other lifestyle factors to support your body naturally because the female body just runs on a very special rhythm. We are fluctuating all the time. This is why I have my Paleo Women Lifestyle Program to talk all about this, but this is why the daisy is so amazing, and all you do with the daisy is each morning before you get up, so every morning before I actually get out of bed, I wake up, I grab my daisy, put the thermometer under my tongue, press the button, and it just makes a little beeping noise. It has a little blue blue light. When it's done beeping, I know it's taking my temperature. And then it has three little petals, and the color of the petals will indicate where, I, where I'm at. So if it is green, it means I am not in my fertile window. If it's yellow, it means proceed cautiously. If it's red, it means 
you are fertile right now. You could get pregnant if you have unprotected sex. So you can adjust your, your life accordingly. So if you are in in the red zone, as I like to say on your daisy, if you have a red petal and you want to have sex then you and you don't want to have a child, then you probably want to use another form of birth control like condoms or something else. And if you want to have a child, then when you're red, that's probably when you want to have more sex. And then the Daisy device will sync with the app on your phone. So I can pull up the app and look at the last month and even the next month and see where I'm yellow, where I'm red, where I'm green. So where my fertility window falls throughout the month. And I can look at, you know, all of my past temperature readings and other menstruation data. You could put in other data if you want to just keep track of symptoms or whatever you want. So it's a really awesome app and it just makes fertility awareness method so easy. It is so empowering to know exactly what's happening in your body, when, and just understand why your body is working the way it's working and maybe why you're feeling different ways throughout the month. When you have this knowledge, it is so empowering. And like I said, it can help you get to the root of maybe stress issues, inflammation, food intolerances, thyroid issues. Tracking your cycle gives you so much information. And I am so happy we have the technology for this now because old school fertility awareness method is a little tricky taking your thermometer, writing things down, checking your vaginal fluid. There can be a lot of user error with that. So that's why I am very happy we have this technology and Daisy has over 30 years of research behind it. This is hands down one of the best investments I ever made for myself. If you are a woman, I highly recommend getting a daisy, learning more about your body. It's going to come in handy at some point or another, and it's just really empowering to have this information and so incredibly useful. So if you want to learn more about daisy, you can go to bit.ly slash daisycrw And Daisy is spelled D-A-Y-S-Y. So that's bit.ly slash D-A-Y-S-Y-C-R-W. And if you are interested in getting one of these amazing devices, just use my discount code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, for 10% off. Again, go to bit.ly slash daisycrw. That's bit.ly slash D-A-Y-S-Y-C-R-W. And my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, will get you 10% off. And if you have any more questions about using the DAISY or fertility awareness method, just let me know and I'm happy to answer. And speaking of answering all the questions, let's talk about today's guest, Tina Anderson. Tina is amazing. She is one of the co-founders of Just Thrive Probiotic. I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about Just Thrive. It is My favorite probiotic I recommend to everybody. There are so many fake probiotics out there on the market that are honestly doing people more harm than good. And I am super passionate about dispelling all these probiotic myths. And that's why I thought Tina was the perfect person to come on the podcast and talk more about this. And another great episode is the episode with Karan Krishnan, who is also working with Just Thrive and helping with the research behind it. That's episode 124 of this podcast with Karan, and if you want to get real science listen to that one because he goes into everything you need to know about probiotics, and in this episode, Tina also talks about probiotics, but I think she distills it down in a slightly less science way, but still plenty, plenty of science and research behind it. 
That's one of the reasons why I love Just Thrive so much. They have a lot of research behind their probiotic versus most other companies don't. Tina also has such an awesome story. She was originally a lawyer and then she started working in the pharmaceutical industry and eventually she wound up creating Just Thrive with her husband, Billy, and now they are in the natural health supplement industry, which is a really awesome turn of event. So in this podcast, we talk about that career shift and what it was like in the pharmaceutical industry, as well as talking about different probiotic myths, what you should be looking for, as well as prebiotics, all the fun stuff. So you're going to learn a lot in this episode. And if you are interested in trying Just Thrive, you can go to bit.ly slash Just Thrive Christina, and you can use my discount code Christina15 for 15% off your order. Again, that's bit.ly slash Just Thrive Christina, J-U-S-T-T-H-R-I-V-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and my code is Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, 15 for 15% off. This probiotic is a total game changer, so if you haven't already tried it yet, definitely check it out. So now that you know a little bit more about Tina and what we will be discussing in this episode, let's go ahead and hop into the interview. Tina, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you, and I love seeing you in your little library setting right now. Um, Let's start off by you just introducing yourself to my audience. Let them know a little bit about you and what you do. Okay, sounds great. Well, thank you so much for having me, Christina. I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. Love listening to it. You are awesome at what you do. Um, Yeah, so my name is Tina Anderson. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Just Thrive Probiotic. And I had an interesting journey um, to get to this point in my career. I started out as an attorney. So I was in litigation for many years. And then um, when I had my second child, I decided that I didn't want to do that, those crazy hours that we're, you know, attorneys oftentimes do. And I ended up quitting that type of field and then going into the pharmaceutical industry where I worked in a family pharmaceutical business, which was nice because it allowed me to have more flexible hours and be home with the kids a little bit more, um, which was wonderful. But after, and my husband was in that same office um, too. And he, we both, after many years, we just started to notice the abuses in the pharmaceutical industry and in the pharmaceutical market. And we saw, you know, the overprescribing of drugs. We saw um, just so many people starting on one prescription and the next thing you know, they're on 12. And I think the, the one incident that really broke the camel's back was um, we had won a huge bid for a huge hospital system in um, one of the hugest hospital systems in the country. And the pharmaceutical rep came into my husband's office and said, gave him a high five. He's like, this is great. We just won this huge bid. Here we are going to go. We're going to win this. You know, we won this huge bid. It's going to get a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. And he then all of a sudden um, goes, now my job is to go to every cardiologist in this hospital system and um, have them lower the number that they prescribe cholesterol meds at. So he was like, this is crazy that this is happening. And it's like, we were shocked, but then we kind of weren't because we knew this was happening because we could see this with many relatives that were on, you know, pharmaceuticals. So, and we didn't live our life that way. We were very natural with our own children. We tried to be natural. We tried to avoid antibiotics as much as possible. We, we weren't like that. And and I read a lot of Wayne Dyer and Norman Vincent Peale. And um, I, I just knew I wasn't doing my life's work. And every, every message 
from the universe kept telling me I need to start doing my life's work. And my husband also read a lot of those books and we were like, we've got to find something that means something to us. And so for many years we searched, we looked into, we wanted to get into the natural health space. We are already in the health space in the pharmaceutical world. And, and the interesting thing is when the pharmaceutical company started, we thought we were helping people. We thought this is great, but as time, and I think that that was always the intention with pharmaceuticals, but it's, it just has, it's been kind of abused over the last um, you know decade or so. So, we decided to look into lots of different options and um, and some of them didn't really work and they weren't the right thing. And then one day we were um, offered the rights through colleagues of my husband um, to buy these exclusive strains of probiotics um, from London University, Royal Holloway, to, from Dr. Simon Cutting, who is world-renowned probiotic expert. And so we kind of jumped in and we were like, this is what we need to be doing. Um, actually, a funny note is when we were deciding what to do, we were we had had a little vacation in Capri in Italy and we spent the day in the island of Capri. And we were like, when we come back from Italy, we're going to decide if we're going to do this. And we were in Italy and we run into Dr. Oz of all people. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. We run into Dr. Oz. And we go up and say hi to him and tell him how we're about to launch a probiotic company. And he was super great, super supportive. So I said, you know, you could listen to signs in your life and came back and we launched Just Thrive Probiotic and Antioxidant. And it was kind of, it was a great, great, you know, run. It's been awesome. It just, it was funny because we didn't know much about launching a, you know, natural health supplement. We've learned a lot. And, uh, but I'll tell you, when you do your life's work, you know, you never look back. It's yeah. really awesome. I encourage everybody to try to do their life's work when they can, because it's really an amazing, as you know yourself, you're doing the same thing. And it's just the greatest thing and most rewarding thing I've ever done. 100%. And I can tell, like, I can feel your passion behind it, which makes me so happy. Um, but I think you have such an interesting story, like such an interesting journey, like starting off as an attorney, what types of cases were you working with? Yeah, we did. I did a lot of um, personal defense, um, like personal injury defense. So um, I represented a lot of insurance companies. And it's interesting, my knack was really for settling cases. You know, I was, I've never been like a fighter. I've always thought we could try to bring people together. Nobody wins when you go to trial. Um, and so uh, it was really great. I, that was kind of my knack. And I didn't know it was a knack until, you know, a few years into my career when I realized like the partners would be like, Tina, you come with me to this negotiation. And I don't, I had a knack for settling cases. So I did a lot of insurance defense, um, a lot of construction accidents and that kind of stuff. So it was, it wasn't really fulfilling to be honest with you, but it taught me a lot and um, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, well, I'm curious how, what you, what you learned, like your, the skill set you developed in that job, how that helped you later on, whether that be with the pharmaceutical company or launching Just Thrive, because I'm sure there was some carryover. Yeah. Yeah. Of course there are definitely. And I think negotiation is probably one of the best skills I learned as an attorney and just knowing that, um, you know, everybody, everybody could win, you know, you could make it work where everybody wins and, and when everybody wins, it's just so much better, you know, and I just think we have to always try to figure out a way to make everybody, um, make it work for everybody that's involved. And especially with business negotiations, um, you just, you want to make sure that you're, 
making everybody have success in the partnership and the relationship. And so that was good. And then, gosh, I'm trying to think of different working hard. You know, I mean, I worked crazy hours as an attorney, um, but nowhere near as crazy as I have as an entrepreneur. (laughs) So it was, I, I thought, you know, I always tell my kids, if you work hard, it pays off if it works hard, but Boy, they have seen me work really hard these last couple of years because it's been it's really, you you know, people think it's so easy and and it's fun. It's it's easy to be an entrepreneur when you're doing what you love to do. It's awesome. But you work hard, you know, and I I definitely have worked really hard. And and that was a skill I learned as an attorney working crazy hours. Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting comparison to make. It actually reminds me of I have another friend who she's a full time blogger. And before that, she was a lawyer. Um, Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I asked her, I was like, so how do they compare in terms of how much you're working? And she's like, I'm working even more now. But people like I think people have this idea that like as an entrepreneur, you're not working because you work for yourself. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I, I think some people in, um, I, I had, um, a friend of ours, like at a, asked my husband, oh, are you guys still doing that probiotic thing? Like they thought we oh, were like, yeah. you know, but I mean, that's okay. I don't want this to be the only thing that defines me either. You know, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. So you but think was, you're working like more hours now? Oh, by, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And they also have three kids now too. So yeah. I didn't have, it's, I mean, my kids are older now, but they still require a lot. You know, they both are I have two daughters who are college athletes. So we go to their sporting events. I have a son who's in high school. He plays sports. So we're very committed parents as far as going to our kids sporting events. So maybe it, that's what makes I feel like I'm working so much harder because I'm working mm-hmm. on the business. But now as we've grown, we've been able to hire more people to help um, support some of the stuff we're doing. So that's great. Yeah, I also imagine that I mean, I think about, okay, if I was just going to decide, oh, I'm going to launch a health supplement legally, there's a lot involved with that. Yes, that's true. (laughs) But the funny thing about, yes, that is very true. So I'm able to have intelligent conversations with the trade attorney and the FDA attorneys and all that. But I was in a, it's, I was in a silo in my area of law. You know, I learned a lot of this stuff surface wise, like in law school and to study for the bar exam, but actually practicing, I was doing, I wasn't really doing contract negotiations a ton. I wasn't doing any FDA stuff or trademark law or anything like that. So, but it does at least have help to have some background knowledge and be able to speak intelligently with the attorneys that we do hire. Yeah, definitely. I also, okay, let's talk more about the pharmaceutical industry when you move there because I think this is fascinating that story that you just told like I'm sure you have more stories like that but I don't think everybody fully understands kind of what goes on in the pharmaceutical industry so maybe you could shed some light on kind of what the situation is there well I what's happening is you know pharmaceuticals are funding our medical schools for one I mean so it's this is why I feel like doctors are oftentimes prescribing medications because this they're, you know, they're putting the bandaid on the problem. They're not getting to the, the, you know, this is why we're all, both of us are in this field is because we just see that so many of the pharmaceuticals are just, you know, putting a bandaid on a problem. They're not getting to the root of a problem. And so we just saw the abuse. We didn't always see the abuse. We were a distributor, so we didn't always see the abuse going on, but we saw that firsthand in this situation. And we just saw mostly with our relatives, you know, we saw, my husband had a relative who went, started on one, you know, something for stomach issues that caused joint issues that caused 
breathing issues. And the next thing you know, she was on 12 different pharmaceuticals. And so, and that's the point. I mean, I just listened to a podcast um, a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about how they would never invest in something if it wasn't to treat a chronic condition. You know, they're not trying to get to the root of a problem where you get something. They, they want to treat something that they're going to, someone's going to have to take for the rest of their life. That's mm-hmm. it's a business model for them, you know? And um, so, I, I mean, there are life-saving pharmaceuticals and I, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to throw all pharmaceuticals under the bus, but there are many that cause more side effects that they're worth as we see on all of the commercials, you know, you, you take this for your stomach, but you may be suicidal or you may, you know, there's so many different side effects that come with, pharmaceuticals. So there are some that are life-saving and I'm very grateful for them and we all are, but I think it's, we've kind of strayed a little bit in the wrong direction in that field. And it just, it wasn't, it wasn't in line with the way I live my life and the way I wanted to continue in my career. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how, how much the money is involved, like, and how much the pharmaceutical industry is funding, like, not only medical school, but, like, they have vested interest in everything, like, studies, yeah. too. Yeah, I know. It's, like, the agricultural industry, which is why we've got GMOs and glyphosate sprayed everywhere. I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, it's really a sad day, and, you know, because of those two, the pharmaceutical industry and the agricultural industry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, fortunately, there's a lot of people making noise and people like you who are bringing, you know, awareness to people. And and I think we're in a good spot. We're in a better spot. We're getting there. You know, we've got some things that might help. And so. Yeah. Well, have, do you, have you seen the recent information out there about how Google now is basically blocking websites who talk about natural alternatives? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. It's awful. Yes. It's crazy. I know. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, what kind of a country are we living in? I mean, it's like censorship. It's awful. I know. It's awful. That's really it, sad. I mean, it yeah. makes me nervous. Like, this is why people have so much trouble getting information. It's like someone can just try and Google it, but the best websites are going to get blocked because they're talking about the truth, you know? Or, you know, you just watch TV and what do you watch? Watching commercials funded by the pharmaceutical industry. And so people just don't have any awareness. Like you have to actively be going out and searching for um, like podcasts, for instance, or like going to the direct website. You have to already kind of know things. So that's why I think it's so important that people take take action themselves and like word of mouth spread what they know to other people, no matter who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I always say. People will be like, oh, who are your biggest competitors in your space? And I'm like, other other like natural products are not competitors. I am in direct competition with pharmaceutical industries. I mean, I think I know we have like the highest quality product out there, but if somebody wants to take another product, like that's, that's fine with me. I just, I want you to be going, I want you to be searching natural health products. That's what I want you to be doing. I, I am not in competition with my, my, you know, brothers and sisters in the natural health field. Mm -hmm. It's pharma that I'm, you know, in competition with. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that was, I know you weren't at Paleo FX, but I'm sure you got that. I was. Yeah, I was there. Oh, wait, you were there. You were there. there. Beth wasn't there. But you got the, did, right. you, did you go to go to any of the talks? Um, Only Karan's. Yeah. <laughs> I only went, well, yeah. I felt like the, the larger conversation was pretty much like, you know, in the Paleo space, we have so many different diets, different products, like different biohacks. And like, it might seem like people have differing opinions, but at the end of the day, that whole uh, convention is about, 
it's us against like big pharma and like the like messed up food supply like we are all uniting under the fact that we believe in a natural approach to addressing health issues yeah absolutely i mean we my big thing one of our big core values is empowerment like i want to empower consumers out there to start taking health into their own hands i mean whether whatever way you feel about vaccines or whatever way I feel about vaccines, I'm just, I want the conversation to be open. I want people to be able to go research whatever it is that they want to research. You know, I, I just want to empower people to take health into their own hands. I mean, we've seen it. I've seen it firsthand with myself. You know, you go to a doctor and like, you know, I, you know, you just see people who are prescribed one thing and then it causes all these other issues. And, um, it's such a silo. They're looking at a silo. And I think we just need to focus more on looking at the whole person. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I just, if there's one thing I would love our company to be noted for is to empower people to, to take health into their own hands. That's really an important core value of ours. 100%. And I think feeling confident enough to question, even if it's your doctor, you know, I had this conversation with a client a couple weeks ago and well now she's a client she wasn't at first but she was just saying well if a probiotic could help my stomach so much why didn't my doctor tell me that my doctor told me to take this prescription you know and it's mm -hmm. yeah. it's an immunosuppressant yeah. and I'm like but it's giving you all these other side effects you know it's funny it's like yeah. they'll give you something for your gut that's supposed to help and the side effect is bloating constipation diarrhea stomach pain I know it's out of control I we had a, a friend of mine had a, a situation where she was spotting really badly. And so she read this natural health book about hormones and all this stuff. And they said to take a whole bunch of vitamin C, take high doses of vitamin C. And she went back to her doctor, her regular OBGYN, and she laughed at her, you know, because she's like, oh, and she's like, well, you know, whatever. Well, she did it. And it stopped within a couple of days. It stopped. I'm like, you know, how do you laugh at that? How do you make fun of that? This is really these things are nutrients that we were our ancestors had. I mean, we had these nutrients abundant in our food supply and the foods that we ate and they weren't stripped of it like they are now. And so why wouldn't these natural things help, you know, these natural alternatives help us? Yeah. So, yeah. 100%. And I think also it's important for people to remember, you know, your, your GP, when you're going to the doctor, what were they taught in school? Like, you know, here's the condition and here is what you give the patient. Like that's what yeah. they're taught and they're just, they're using the tools they're provided. And I think now it's actually, I had a guest on here who was saying, she was like, it's honestly pretty embarrassing that, you know, as a doctor, if you had, as I'm talking about the ones who aren't educating themselves outside of what they're taught in medical school in the traditional sense, you know, you're taught just to use antibiotics, for instance, to treat something. And now there's all this clear science that gut health is basically the root of everything. And all the only tool you have is something that's been scientifically shown to mess up your gut health. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> your hands are tied. Like, that's a pretty shitty situation for America to be in. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's like, it really is. And everything is based on, like, what we used to know. I mean, I look at, like, even the education system, I feel like, is so flawed there just needs to be changes in education, changes in agriculture, changes in pharmaceutical. And um, I think a lot of people are stepping up and trying to make those changes. But yeah, it, it's it's mind blowing that somebody would give medicine 
to somebody who is going to, you know, has stomach issues and going to destroy them, destroy it even more. Yeah, it's, it's an endless cycle, unfortunately. But I think also something I wonder is, while you're working in, in the pharmaceutical industry, but also, you know, you have your own personal beliefs about an, a more natural approach to health. How, how did you cope with that sort of cognitive dissonance? Like, did that bother you at all? Because I know I talk to a lot of people who they want to become pharmacists or they're in the medical system or nutritionists and they're just, it's killing them because they're like, I'm learning things that I don't believe in, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm trying to wait for the greater good. But, you know, I talk to a lot of people who are like, I can't even get through class about 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 these drugs because they're making me so upset um did you ever experience that sort of cognitive dissonance like while you're working well no while it's funny because while i was there i thought we were doing something great i mean i was Mm -hmm. thinking oh great that i'm in the pharmaceutical industry we're helping people i mean we had a situation where we had a relative that needed a, um, a particular pharmaceutical that was taken off of the market and we were able to get it to the, to her in the hospital and it saved her life. And it was great. So like, that's why I always say, you know, I always try to do a disclaimer that there are pharmaceuticals out there that are saving lives yeah. and they're definitely, it's more for chronic issues that I feel like. And then I think we just started to see the chronic issues. So I initially, I felt like, this is great. I'm in healthcare, I'm helping people. And then you just start, it just year after year, it just you started to see all of the abuses. And, and then I just started getting more, you know, enlightened about this natural world out there that was helping people. And, you know, you'd go to a chiropractor and my son would have ear infections and we took him to a chiropractor rather than doing the antibiotics. And it's like, it works, you know, it's crazy. So, I mean, we did do more antibiotics than I ever wanted to do, but, you know, I realized, then I started learning about this whole chiropractor thing and how all this all natural, this whole natural medicine. And I was, you know, my eyes started opening a lot more and, and then it, I started getting more and more disgusted with what was going on in the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. I'm curious. What's your, I mean, Billy's obviously on the same page as you, but oh, yeah. what about like your extended family? Do they think all this is like woo woo weird, like think you're crazy or are they on board too? Oh, no, they, that's what's so funny. My mom and dad were both immigrants and they were very, they've always been natural. My mom breastfed when it wasn't like, you know, supposed like the cool thing to do. And, um, you know, I breastfed, of course, just because my mom did. And so we, my mom and dad are like super helpful or help, healthy and like into health, like natural. They eat really clean. They're all about it. So, but I think they, the same thing. No, my family is really, really into, um, into natural health and wellness. So I think that, all, but all of a sudden, we're all starting to see the abuses in the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, 100%. And I think it is really important to highlight, like, I think this is why in health space in particular, people just, they like to stick to a side and they don't want any middle ground, but it's what you're saying. And I agree. It's like, there's a time and a place, like they're really important antibiotics that we have out there and pharmaceuticals. But, you know, when you get a cold and your doctor gives you antibiotics. Yeah. Or you don't take antibiotics for acne, you know, yeah. like 10 years or, you know, five years in your teenage years, you know, not, you know, I talked to so many customers who had been on antibiotics for acne for years and years and have such a disrupted microbiome now. It's just, it's awful. So, yeah, well, I think about, I don't know how much you know about like my personal health story, but I mean, my stomach just 
stopped working when I was in college, like stopped digesting all food. I had such bad leaky gut and I lost like 50 pounds in three months. Like I, they thought I was going to die. No doctors could figure out what was going on. I just had an absorption issue. And I look at, you know, kind of all the different things leading up to that in my life. Um, and I, I think one of many big players was the fact that I was on antibiotics for acne for almost five years, you know? Mm -hmm. And then before that though, I had ear infection after ear infection growing up. I was pretty much always on antibiotics from when I was like two years old to when I was 12. And then when I was 15 through 18, I took Advil every single day because I hurt my shoulder and I didn't want to go fix it. And then I was also on, and then I went back onto antibiotics for acne. And I remember begging to go on Accutane and they wouldn't let me. And I, I'm like, thank God that they didn't, but yeah. still that did yeah. such a big number on my gut. And at the time I didn't, I didn't second guess any of this, you know, like I Googled how to heal acne or I talked to all my friends and everyone was like, oh yeah, just go on antibiotics. There's no downside. Like, yeah, yeah, th there's a downside guys. <laughs> downside. I know, I know. And it's interesting that you brought up Advil because it's the same thing. I remember my daughters would, they both played high school sports and they would just tell me that people would just take out Advil all the time. Oh, do you want an Advil or do you want an Advil? Like, or that you'd say like, oh, I'm sore. Or, oh, I have a headache. And it's like, they just took it out like it was candy, you know? And, and fortunately we're, we were never, my kids are so sensitive to that because we talk about it all the time. And it's not from a judgment perspective. And I try not to be judgmental because, you know, as I, even myself, I am evolving every day. I'm still learning more and I don't you know. And I think everybody's on their own journey at their own time. So, but I do love that my kids are so aware of, I would never take, um, you know, Advil for, you know, something like that. If, if you know, in fact, I mean, my, my oldest is 22 and she goes, 22. Now she's like a full fledged adult. And she's like, do you think it's okay? I'm like dying. I have the worst cramps. Do you think it's okay if I take an handle? I'm like, for God's sakes, of course, you know, yeah. it's like, fine. but I mean, I have other options for you too, but you know, I, I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm not like, I try to be, I try to be reasonable. And I'm like, it's your decision. It's your body. So yeah. <laughs> you make the decision. No, 100%. And I also see uh, that's what makes me sad sometimes um, with clients, for example, you know, they'll do all the natural remedies and some of I deal with a lot of clients who have chronic illness and some of them have severe pain and they'll be like, you know, I'm doing everything. I just, I don't want to take an Advil and I'm like, okay, you've tried everything else. Like it's okay to take an Advil today. Like so you can get through the day. Like you're not a bad person, but I'm looking at the Americans who pop an Advil every single day because they have a headache because yep. they didn't sleep enough and they're eating refined sugar, you know, yes. like that's where the that's, issue lies. Exactly. Exactly. And nobody sees it that way. You know, I'm, I'm those big, huge jars of Advil. It's like, Oh my God, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's too accessible. It's like everyone has, it, it kind of reminds me of the credit cards. It's like, there's a card. So you don't really realize how much money you're spending. It's like, Oh, here's just like Advil bottle. I'll just pop. I remember I used to just pop six at a time. I'd be like, Oh, the more, the better. Yeah. I know. I know. No, I know. Exactly. Well, good for you that, you know, it's awesome that you found, you know, your journey that has brought you to health. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm glad it all happened because I feel lucky that at a young age, I'm more aware of all this, you know, like when I was 20, I became aware of how important all this was. Um, so I think in the long run, it will serve me much better. And I just, I especially want, you know, younger people to start paying attention to this. Like when we're kids, we need to pay attention to it. You know, yeah, I, I could not agree. And in fact, the thing is with kids, like I always talk to customers, it's kids should, are the ones that should be taking care of their gut more than anybody because 
we, I mean, you're, you still are so young, but I mean, when I grew up, nobody had autism, nobody had food allergies, nobody had, you know, any of these autoimmune issues that you hear about now. And, and now it, now we have peanut free tables we have. And why is this happening? Because of the food we're eating, the world we're living in, the way babies are born into these, you know, glyphosate light laden environments. And so we need our kids to be taking care of our gut first and foremost, because they're the most susceptible um, because they weren't, they weren't given the same microbiome that I was, you know, and I, they, I'd lived in a much cleaner world than they are. So it's really, really important that especially for kids, we take care of it because they're going to start seeing those issues pop up so much sooner if they don't start taking care of their gut immediately. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's also, it's harder to convince people because you're more susceptible as, as a kid, but you're also more resilient. So people think, oh, you know, they can handle it. Like you can do whatever you want as you're a kid, you're young. Yeah. But I'm like, no, but what you're doing when you're young is going to affect when you're older. So yeah. even if you think you're more resilient, like that, it's more important to be particular about what you're doing with your body at a younger age. Yeah, I agree. Um. Well, okay, so... Let's move into Just Thrive. So first of all, can you tell me more about how you happen to to get um, linked up with these probiotic strains? I think this is so interesting. And how you yeah. got connected with Simon Cutting. Um, yeah, so it was my husband's chiropractor worked with Quran. And Quran had the relationship with Dr. Simon Cutting. And we were able to, you know, Tom, my husband's chiropractor, called him into his office and was like, you need to come in here right now. Like you will not believe what just happened, but we have the opportunity to buy the exclusive rights to these strains from London University. And he's like, I'm a gut guy. He's he was saying, I don't think there's more than like 10 people in this country that know more than the gut about the gut than I do. And this is the real deal. I mean, this is the real deal. So, um, so we decided to go ahead and do it. So we, you know, took our life savings and put it all into this and we purchased the exclusive rights to these trains from London university. And so it was, um, and then, you know, we dove before that we had dove, dove into research about gut health anyway, because we had been learning about how important gut health is for everything. And the human microbiome project had recently, you know, um, been conducted by the National Institutes for Health. So we knew that there was more information about gut health than we ever knew before. So, um, so we just decided to do it. And then, you know, we came up, um, it was actually a great story. My aunt actually helped me come up with the name of Just Thrive, which is a great name. And um, she actually has since passed away, which, um, so I will never change my name of the product. A lot of people have suggested that we do that because of the fact that it's, um, um, you know, it's such a common name. You see thrive and so many different, there's thrive this thrive that. And so, but I, I won't do it. It means too much to me. And, um, and when she passed away, one of the, the things that got me through it, cause I was really, really, really close with her. I mean, we walked all the time and, um, was gratitude. And that's why that's another big core value of our business is gratitude because I just focused on being grateful for the relationship. Like I have a, I have a journal like next to my bed. I always have like a gratitude journal and, about six weeks after she died, I had not written in it for six weeks. And about six weeks after she died, I started writing in the journal, like um, just about my relationship with her. That was from when I was a little girl all the way till I was an adult and had kids. And, um, and I just, it shifted my focus, you know, and I just think that it was such an important, I mean, as you know, like my, my signature line and my email is with gratitude. Everyone in our company, it's all about gratitude. And, and we know that gratitude shifts your focus. And so Anyway, I just went off on a little bit of a tangent, but um, I just wanted to mention her. So, um, so she came up with the name Just Thrive, and then we hired a designer, and we, you know, 
started, you know, the whole bringing a product to market. And I am, when I tell you, I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about it. And um, I, and I just proves that you could re- really, if you put your mind to it, you could learn any industry you want to go into, you could learn it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you have the drive, you know, I think you have to have more than just like, obviously a desire to make a product, but that there's something else intrinsically, like a, a meaning behind it. Like, because you want to improve other people's health, you know, it's like, yeah. it's for their health. It's not just, I just want to make an amazing company, amazing product. It's like for the greater good of other people. Right. Yeah. No, that has been the most, I mean, this has been the most rewarding career journey of my life for sure. I mean, being a mom is the most, you know, a rewarding journey, but I mean, as far as a career, this is amazing. I mean, it is amazing to know people, you know, call, I mean, I have some customers call me to tell me like the updates on their child who graduated from eighth grade, who's now a different kid because of the product or, you know, just people who have lived lifelong with gastrointestinal issues that are just debilitating, who have now lived, lead a normal life again. It's, it's been amazing what we have seen. And it's just, oh, I mean, it gives me goosebumps and they never get old. I mean, they never, ever get old when I hear these stories from people and, and to know that I was a part of it, you know, it's just, it just, it feels really, really good. Yeah, no, I love that. I can tell the look on your face makes you so happy. All right, you guys, we're going to take a brief pause for a second to talk about another natural hack to optimize your health, and that is including Four Sigmatic mushroom elixirs into your diet. I do not go anywhere without these things. Ask anyone. I always have one of every flavor in my bag at all times because I cannot get lost without them, and I have at least one every single day. If you are not familiar with Four Sigmatic, they make a variety of products that make drinking functional mushrooms and superfoods delicious and easy to do with their mushroom coffees, mushroom superfood blends, and mushroom elixirs. Because the truth is, there is a whole kingdom of mushrooms out there far beyond the portobello, and all these have a ton of incredible health benefits that have been used in different cultures for centuries. And I love that they are just so easy to bring with you on travel and so easy to use. Literally, all you do is get some hot water and open up one of the little packets, pour it in, mix it up, and you're good to go. If you want to get fancy, you can mix it with some nut milk, maybe some coconut milk or some almond milk, or you can toss it in a smoothie, bake with it. But I, more often than not, just put it in some water and drink up. These are the most potent mushroom products on the market, and they are the highest quality ingredients. All of their ingredients are certified organic. They are made from wild-crafted or law-grown certified organic mushrooms and all tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, and more. Not only do they taste absolutely delicious and so cozy comforting, I'd be drinking this even if there weren't any health benefits, but it's even better because they actually do make a noticeable difference in my day. So for example, the cordyceps is one of my favorite products and this mushroom elixir is great for naturally enhancing your energy. I like to drink this one in the morning to just get me off on the right foot instead of using coffee or some caffeine. It gives you really balanced, steady energy levels. 
without the spike and crash. It's also great for athletes. And then the Chaga is amazing for immunity. This is the product that I originally fell in love with when I first found Four Sigmatic a few years ago. Super high in antioxidants. So if you want to boost your immune system, go with the Chaga. And then the Lion's Mane is amazing for mental focus and memory, concentration. If you're a student, you need to really focus on your work. Definitely check out the Lion's Mane and, of course, the Reishi. Great for stress, sleep. This stuff really helps me wind down and relax in the evening. If you struggle with anxiety, if you are just high-strung, go, go, go. Definitely recommend getting Reishi into your life. Or if you struggle with sleep, I highly recommend adding this in as your nightly drink to help you get a good night's sleep. I also use this Reishi in my knockout nighttime latte on my blog, so check that out. One of their standout products, in my opinion, though, is their mushroom hot cacao mix. This is my favorite hot chocolate. It has reishi in it, so that will help calm you down and make it so that you're not up all night from the hot chocolate. It tastes so delicious, and I love giving this to people. They think it's the tastiest thing ever because it is, so highly recommend that one. If you are a coffee drinker, go for the mushroom coffee mix. I don't drink coffee often, only a few times a year because I'm so affected by caffeine, but when I do have it, I always have their mushroom coffee, and I could drink this actually in the afternoon and still go to sleep at a normal hour, whereas if I have any other type of coffee, I'm up for three days. I love their mushroom coffee. It tastes delicious, and it gives you the benefits of coffee without all the jitters. And it contains either cordyceps and chaga or lion's mane and chaga, depending on the type you get. So you're getting an extra brain boost. And these functional mushrooms really, really work. So those are just a few of my absolute favorite products, but they have a ton on their website. Everything from matcha, matcha lattes, chai latte. They have their skincare that's edible. So their serum and their mask that you can also eat slash drink. They have their superfood protein, mushroom golden latte mix, so many different options. And you can find all of that at foursigmatic.com slash CRW. And my discount code CRW will get you 15% off. So if you want to check all this out, just go ahead and head over to foursigmatic.com slash CRW. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash CRW and use that code CRW for 15% off. The Four Sigmatic Life is the good life, let me tell you. These products have been in my life for years and it's never going to change. They make me feel amazing and they just become part of your daily ritual. They taste so good, so I highly recommend. And if you drink your Four Sigmatic and you post about it on social media, make sure you tag me so I can see what you're drinking. All right, now that we've covered some functional mushrooms, let's get back into another way you can support your health, and that's with probiotics. So let's hop back into this conversation with Tina Anderson. I want to start getting into the, like, facts about the probiotic. Well, let's start with some basics. So what are some different things that just their probiotic can help people with in terms of their health? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we know now that gut health is responsible for every aspect of our overall health. So, you know, people look to a probiotic for digestive issues. You know, they have an upset stomach. They look, they have acid reflux. They have, you know, that that kind of stuff like diarrhea or constipation. And that's what you look to a probiotic for. Yes. 
But what we're also forgetting is that skin health is all related, you know, to our gut, Um, mental health, anxiety, depression, those types of things are all related to the health or unhealth of our uh, microbiome, the balance or imbalance of our microbiome. So, um, I mean, it's like from mental health to um, brain, you know, the brain health, all of that kind of stuff to skin health. um, I mean, even now heart disease, they're linking it to leaky gut. If people have a leaky gut, um, they are saying the number Alzheimer's, dementia, all of those things are related to our gut health. So, um, I, I always say it's ground zero for health. I mean, you you want to take a spore-based probiotic because that is ground zero for health. We know that, you know, people for years were taking a multivitamin, you know, oh, we need to take a multivitamin. Maybe they felt a difference, maybe they didn't, but they just knew they needed to take a multivitamin. And it's, I, you know, a spore-based probiotic is the new multivitamin. I mean, it's, it's where you start with health. And um, I always feel so blessed that my, you know, my whole family is on it. Like, I'm like, how lucky that I get to send my two kids to college knowing that their gut was being taken care of before they went to destroy it <laughs> with everything that happens in college. And, and I think about my parents and my in-laws and, you know, my brothers and sister, my sisters and my brother-in-laws and everybody in the family and how they, you know, could all take care of their gut health. So I just feel like ground zero, you need to take care of your gut health before you do anything. Like you were talking about your lack of absorption. I mean, when you destroy your gut, I mean, you could eat kale and you could eat healthy and you could eat clean. But if your gut is not absorbing those nutrients, it's it's a waste. I mean, it doesn't even matter. So, um, and, and a lot of times people don't know that. I mean, with leaky gut, we know that um, most people don't even know that they have a leaky gut. I mean, there's no reason to do a test for it because they estimate 80 to 90% of the population has a leaky gut. So um, it's really, I always feel like every person waking up breathing needs to be on a sport-based probiotic. And I say that with such sincerity. Um, it's not um, It's not a sales pitch. It is just from the heart. I just, I can't explain that enough. I'm like, everybody would be in such a better position if they could just do that one thing every day and take a spore-based probiotic. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like if, if everybody w- was doing that, can you imagine how the health of our nation? Oh, would change? I, I know. It's like, fun. I, you know, I think about that all the time. You know, I just think of this everywhere, you know, think of this, if everybody just took it every day and, you know, because our, what people don't understand is these bacillus strains that are in Just Thrive, they're spore-based probiotics, which I know your audiences heard, have heard about, but spore-based, the, the significance of spore-based is that they have an endospore shell around themselves and that shell allows them to get to the intestines alive. So most probiotics die before they ever get to the intestines. So ours are actually able to get there 100% alive, which is great. And we, what we have to remember is these bacillus strains are the same strains our ancestors got every day from the environment. They would eat roots and tubers from the soil and they would get those bacterial strains from the environment. So they were meant to be consumed on a daily basis. So a lot of people turn to just thrive because they have a condition of some sort. But what people don't understand is we should be taking these every day because they were a part of our ancestors everyday life that they were meant to be consumed on a daily basis. Yeah. And I am really glad you brought that up about how they make it to the intestines alive because I really want to like hit this hard because is this just yeah. one of the most common myths like people you know I remember when I first okay the first time I learned about probiotics I was in a history class in college and my it was wow. actually about uh what was it called like 
like powerful queens of the Middle East or something. And my uh, my professor was like randomly. She's like, you guys, if you do anything for yourselves in your life, take probiotics. She's like, this is the most important thing in your life. And and yeah, it was so random. And at the time. I just started trying to learn about health, you know, so I walk to Whole Foods and I go to the guy who's in the little supplement area and I go, you know, I really need a good probiotic. And he says, oh, well, I know there's a lot on the shelf, but you want to go directly to the fridge because if it's not in the refrigerator, if it doesn't have to be refrigerated, it's not real. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, the guy at Whole Foods told me that. So obviously it's word of God. So I, (laughs) I, I I spread that myth for a while until I became better educated when I got a little older. Um, so I think, but that's a really common myth. And even now, you know, I talk to so many, I mean, pretty much everyone I talk to has a gut issue, you know, just my friends, family, obviously clients. And I say, are you taking a probiotic? I say, yeah. And I'm like, which one? Um, and then they always say, oh, I get this blah, blah, blah from Whole Foods. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, I would rather you not take one than take the one from Whole Foods that you got from their fridge. Yeah. Um, so maybe you can dive into this a little bit, a little bit more, why that's such a big myth. Yeah. First of all, we have to find your college history professor and tell her like, you are amazing because that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I, the, the whole reason this myth started was because there are probiotics, there were probiotics out there that were just shelf stable supposedly. And, and they were just cheap and they were dead in the bottle. And so then, then the thought was like, okay, well, let's take ones that are alive because they're, they're in the refrigerator, they're alive microorganisms. And so that was the idea. Like you need, you need them to be live to work. You need them to be live. So the idea was to get, keep them in the refrigerator. Now, I think from a practical standpoint, if they need to be refrigerated, think about like the whole cold chain supply of going from the manufacturer, you know, to the store shelf to then to go to your own store and, you know, or in your own refrigerator. And, you know, the bottom line is they would probably have died anyway, but let's just say they were alive. So the idea is that they're so, these these probiotic strains are so sensitive that they can't withstand the room temperature of the store shelf. They can't stay alive in the room temperature of the store shelf. They have to be refrigerated. So how in the world will they survive your body temperature, which is 98.6? Much less your stomach acid, which is so, you know, your stomach is so harsh and acidic. So they're al- almost all probiotics are dead on arrival before they get to the intestines. Now, companies know this, and so they have put crazy numbers of CFUs in there. You see products that are 20 billion, 50 billion, 100 billion. They also know this and they, they're doing enteric coating. They do some type of enteric coating. So like they're coating the capsule to make sure they get to the intestines alive. But once they get to the intestines alive, if, if they do, then there's bile salts that will kill them anyway. So it's like, it's just not a, um, it's not a perfect system. And it's also not the way nature intended us. You know, there weren't like capsules out there that we had in special enteric coating. You know, that's not the way nature intended things to be. So we always go back to the way nature intended us to be. And that's why it works so much better. So the other way I love to describe the difference between the lactobacillus or the common probiotics you see at the, you know, Whole Foods and different stores. And then the spore based that are found in Just Thrive is that if you envision a garden and the garden has been stepped on and trampled on and there's weeds growing all over that garden and you kind of analogize that to your gut. And so like the weeds are the pathogenic bacteria and the good plants are your good probiotics in your gut, your good bacteria in your gut. The common probiotics, you throw those seeds in the garden and they, they'll die before they ever get there. But let's say they did get there 
they may plant a few plants in that garden, but they're not doing anything with the weeds and they're not doing anything with those plants that have been stepped on and trampled on. And then they just kind of leave. So with the spores that are just thrived, the bacillus strains, they actually, we throw the seeds in the garden, they attach to the soil, they have the capability of getting rid of the weeds in the garden or getting rid of your pathogenic bacteria, and then they have the ability to bring those plants that have been stepped on, trampled on, back to life. So they're bringing your own bacteria back to life and, and causing it to thrive, you know, it's causing it to really be, and that's how you create a diverse microbiome. So it's a completely different approach. The approach of common probiotics out there are is to reseed the gut. We're not looking to reseed. We're not looking to plant a new plant in that garden. We're looking to take care of the garden that we already have and to help get rid of those overgrown weeds and help bring those plants and the good bacteria back to life. Yeah, I love that analogy. I think also, I mean, I don't understand. It's just, is it just legal for probiotic companies to put whatever they want on the bottle and well, I don't, yeah, I don't think the probiotic companies were ever intentionally out to deceive anybody. I, I really don't. I think this is, it was just based on the new science. Remember how I had mentioned the human microbiome project that was launched about 10 years ago? I mean, that taught us more about the microbiome than we ever knew before. All of those common probiotics that are out there that are taking up a huge market share were just based on the science that we used to know. And, you know, they've already built a, you know, billion dollar industry out of it. So why change it? You know, why nobody wants to necessarily change it. So our product is based on our new understanding of the microbiome and the new science and, and research, you know, I mean, very, very few. I mean, I don't, I mean, you know, maybe one or two probiotic companies are doing research. I mean, we are a research-based organization. We are focused on research. We're pro- focused on having proof behind what we're doing. So, um, so I, I don't know that they're doing anything you know, illegal. I just think it's that it's, it's not based on the news. It's just outdated, just outdated science. I guess. I mean, I think that's what scares me how you're saying there's very few companies who are doing any research. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, but that is, I, I know it's not illegal, but it's like people, and this isn't just with probiotics, but this is supplements. This is personal care products. You know, I work in beauty and skincare. It's like, they just throw things on the label. It's natural. It's non-toxic. It's going to do X, Y, and Z. It's marketing. But like, is right. there science behind it? Probably right. not. No, no, exactly. There probably isn't. I mean, we have 14 clinical trials going on. Now. That's unheard of in the, in the supplement industry. So it's, it's really, it's, and, and the thing is like, we have this, we have the science, but sometimes I'm like, really the proof is in the pudding. I mean, yeah. we see, we see life-changing, game-changing results with people. It's, it's been amazing. And so, but it's nice to have both the proof in the pudding and the science to back it up. So, yeah. I mean, there these strains are the most well-studied strains in the world and for safety and efficacy. I mean, more studied than the majority of probiotics that are on the market, which I think a lot of people don't realize. So um, they've been used for 60 years in Asia and Europe. So we were just kind of the last to find out about these. So maybe you can share some of what's been discovered in these studies. Anything very interesting? I mean, our leaky gut study was amazing. I mean, it is amazing that we know that leaky gut is such an epidemic in this country. And, you know, leaky gut, of course, is when the endotoxins in our gut that are really not problematic. We have these endotoxins. One of the main ones is lipopolysaccharides. Um, For short, we'll just call it LPS. So when LPS is in your gut, it's not really that problematic. It's when it seeps into your bloodstream because you have leaky gut or holes in your intestine. I mean, the great thing about leaky gut is it's exactly what it, you know, sounds like. It's got like your gut 
lining is leaking. And so these, you know, um, toxins start seeping into your bloodstream. And there was a study that came out that um, recently, like within the last year, saying that LPS is now the number one driver of Alzheimer's. Um, they're, they measure LPS people with heart disease, heart issues. Um, you know, we're, like I said, we're always thinking of gut imbalance associated with diarrhea, constipation, digest, you know, gas bloating, indigestion, those types of things. But now we're realizing that gut health and that leaky gut has to do with, um, you know, obviously autoimmune disease, um, Alzheimer's, dementia, um, heart disease, diabetes, all of these chronic conditions are all associated with the leaky gut. And so the study that was done with strains and just thriving were that they basically found that these strains caused a 42% reduction in the LPS toxins in the bloodstream after 30 days. No other dietary or lifestyle um, interventions at all. So none of the subjects had to, you know, change their diet, change what they, how they slept, you know, no other lifestyle. They, they, these were actually college students that were part of the study. So we know they were destroying their bodies. So, um, it was, um, it's pretty amazing. So here with one capsule a day for 30 days, you've now had a 42% reduction in, you know, your uh, uh, lipo LPS level in your bloodstream. So, um, that was a really, really profound study. So, yeah. um, another study that, um, is not published yet, but, um, uh, with glyphosate and Roundup basically showing that these strains were reversing the damage caused in the gut by Roundup. Um, crazy, I mean, it's crazy stuff. So it's really, and, and we all know as, as clean, I mean, I always tell people like the first thing you should do is eat clean, you know, try to eat organic, but we all know that's virtually impossible to do it hundred percent, but we try to do as much as we can. Um, you know, that's what you do. You get enough sleep, but then you also, you know, take a spore based probiotic because it's a game changer. Yeah. And I think also it's nice because even if someone isn't, eating a totally clean diet or as clean as they could, you can still give them this probiotic and it's still going to give them profound effects, like beneficial effects. Right. We always say it works better when you're doing really health, making healthy choices, but um, at least, you know, it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. 100, 100%. Okay. Well, what I wanted to hear more from you about is maybe some of the anecdotes that you've heard that stick out to you regarding how this probiotic has helped people with their health and their lives? Okay. Yeah, no, we hear, Oh God. I mean, I have people with, I have to be careful with FDA claims, but you know, people, like I said, with life change, like life debilitating gastrointestinal issues. So you could kind of guess what those things are who have just had, you know, they're living a normal life again. I mean, they are living, you know, they're doing other things. I'm not saying this is the only thing they're doing, but they're doing, this has been the key. Um, we speak at a lot of autism events and we've seen a lot of kids who are on the spectrum have a lot of gut dysbiosis. And so a lot of the, that when I mentioned the one um, customer that I have that calls me all the time and tells me the updates of her son and he is, I mean, she's like, I can't believe he's a different child. You know, he just has had, and I'm not suggesting that we are a cure for autism, but we do know that the gut issues are very prevalent in kids on the spectrum. So um, that has been really powerful, seeing how we've been able to help people, kids on the spectrum with gut dysbiosis. Um, we have seen, um, you know, people who have mood has improved. You know, the other interesting thing is weight management. So people don't realize that the gut, I forgot to mention that before, but I mean, your the gut the bacteria in your gut is dictating, it dictates whether you're one of those people that looks at a cupcake and gains 10 pounds or, you know, 
eats 10 cupcakes and doesn't gain anything. So it's really the balance of your microbiome. Like if you have more bacteroides, you're one of those fortunate people. If you have more firmicutes, you're one of those unfortunate people. So, um, you know, you've seen people who have had fecal transplants and they were always overweight and then they got a thin person's fecal matter and they are now thin. And and there's some truth to that. You know, I'm not suggesting anybody do that. I'm just saying that it's, um, it's there is a lot of truth to that. So we've seen people who have said they've been able to, you know, they have less sugar cravings. Oh my gosh, I hear that all the time time because it's taking care of the yeast overgrowth in the gut these strains are. So um, we've really seen some, it's just, uh, I have a personal friend who just had more, way more energy. I mean, she said she went, speaking of the doctor, she went to the doctor and said, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I'm 40. She thinks she was like 43 at the time. She's like, I'm 43. And it's like, I don't feel like I should be tired, but I'm so tired all the time. I never want to do anything. And the doctor said, oh, you know, that's just part of aging. I'm like, 43? You're like saying that that's not part of aging? So she said this changed her life. Like she was, she. I mean, I was laughing. I'm like, oh my God, we could do a story about how it saved your marriage because she's like, why didn't my husband wanted to do things all the time? And I was like, no. And she's like, now we went on a little vacation. So more energy. I mean, when you think about it, you're, when you are more regular, it, it really increases your regularity, you know, health, good, healthy bowel movements. When you're getting rid of that, those toxins on a regular basis, it's basis, it's so, so powerful. So, um, it's real that that is, a, you know, that's what we hear. We hear that a lot more energy, less sugar cravings, um, help support weight management. Um, and then, you know, skin health, we've seen people who have skin rashes, um, on their face, on their arms, you know, all those types of things. So, um, I, I mean, I, I get those stories from people who are send me pictures of their hands before and after that have had like terrible rashes and things like that. Other autoimmune issues that, you know, symptoms from their autoimmune disease that it's really helping with. So, yeah, I see. I think it's really helpful to hear all those different examples because I just think people don't realize all all the different health struggles that a probiotic can help help with. Like pretty much everybody, it's so funny, people say, oh, I have X, Y, and Z. No matter what it is, I'm pretty much always like, well, are you on a probiotic? And they're like, what is that? They're like, I don't have gut issues. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like you think you yeah. don't. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's like, why wouldn't you do it? It's like, I, I mean, aside, I, the expense, I understand, you know, but even if you take these strains every other day or every third day, you're so much better off than taking one that's on the, um, in the refrigerator that's going to die when you get in, you know, to your system. So yeah, 100%. I'm curious, are there any other common probiotic myths that you wanted to touch on? Yeah. Um, there's a lot, my gosh. So the one I kind of mentioned, okay, we know the refrigeration one, we already talked about that. And then the other big one is that Oh, it only has, um, our product has 3 billion CFUs, but, but this other one on the shelf has 50 billion CFUs. And that one that has 50 billion CFUs is cheaper than the one that has 3 billion CFUs. And it's like, but what people don't understand is that they're putting in 50 billion now. There's some that are like 250 billion now, but they're putting those in because they're dying. I mean, they're all dying before they get there. And there's no science behind more is better. I mean, they're only better if they survive and they're actually getting there and they're colonizing. And so ours are get there 100% alive. They stay there for about 21 to 28 days. Um, they actually go to work, you know, getting rid of the pathogens and, and bringing the good bacteria back to life. So it's a very, very different approach. So it's the quality that we need to focus on rather than the quantity of strains. Um, it really is what are the strains that are there doing when they get there? Are they just planting a plant in your garden or are they actually, re, you know, like completely redoing the garden and taking care of the garden? And so um, don't get caught up in the amount of CFUs. Get caught up 
are they surviving? Does the probiotic you're taking have gastric survivability studies behind it? Um, and then another one is that, oh, another one that's great is um, you want to take one that has 15 different strains in it or 20 different strains to create, create diversity. You know, one of the things all people agree on, I think, in our industry is that we a diverse microbiome is a healthy microbiome. So we want different types of bacteria in our gut. And so having a very diverse microbiome is healthy. So the, the thinking was that, well, let's get a probiotic that has 15 different strains. And that is that couldn't be further from the truth because you know, we have thousands and thousands of different microbial, you know, bacteria in our gut. And now we're going to be taking, you know, 15 one month and then 20 another month. It's not going to be making a difference in our gut. So the better approach is what these do is they take the, you know, bacteria that's already in your gut and they create this lush garden. You know, they're, they're taking your own diversity and, and bringing it back to life. Yeah. So it's a very, you know, there's no truth that you need to take more, you know, different, more strains. So our product has four strains in it. So, um, yeah, another one is that you need to take a probiotic on an empty stomach. Um, the reason that they probiotic companies have been saying that for a long time is that the, when you have an empty stomach, the pH of your stomach is higher. So when your pH of your stomach is higher, it allows for greater survivability. And so, because that doesn't matter with ours, um, they, it does, you know, we actually have a study showing that the food, these probiotic strains use food to germinate throughout the intestines. So they're actually using the food to work through the intestines. And and the one thing I I don't think I mentioned is the way these people will be like, well, I don't get it. How do these work? Like, how do they become alive in the intestines? So when you, the strains that just thrive, like in the capsule right now, they are dormant. They're not live probiotic. They're not alive. Like the ones in the refrigerator, they're not alive. They're dormant. Mm -hmm. It's not until, you know, you swallow them, they get through the gastric system and when they hit the intestines, they recognize the intestines as their home, and that's when they become alive. And then they stay there for about 21 to 28 days, working throughout the intestinal tract, the entire intestinal tract. So it's really, really a um, top-notch, you know, it, it's a great approach to gut health and the way we need to take care of our gut health. Um, and then I'm trying to think of other ones that are, um, oh, with another great one is what you see on the label is what's in the probiotic. This is a scary one. Um, UC Davis did a study. They took 16 probiotic products off of California store shelves, some online, and they tested them and found out that only one of them met label claims, that there were actually probiotic strains that were not listed on the label that were in the product, and then probiotic strains that were listed on the label that were not in the product. So the reason this happens is that companies are taking, like, 15, 20 different strains, throwing them in a a fermentation vat and growing them all together. And when they grow all together, they, they, you know, some cross contaminate one strain takes over another strains, two strains create a whole other strain. So it's, it's not a good approach. Our products are made in four. We have four strains. They're grown in four separate vats and they're not put together until they're encapsulated. So, um, you know, I mean, those are some of the big myths. I'm trying to think of some other ones that are out there, but there's just, there's so many myths about their refrigeration, the amount, you should take it on an empty stomach. Um, the other thing is fermented foods. Um, I'm a huge fan of fermented foods. I love fermented foods. I think they are great. You know, you get nutrient dense um, food, you know, minerals and vitamins from your fermented foods. But the one thing is you're not really getting probiotics from from fermented foods. You're getting 
um, you get this great, you get the ferment, but you're not actually getting probiotics because just like the other probiotic lactobacillus and bifidobacters, those will die before they get to the intestines as well. Okay. Okay. I think that's important for people to know. I think it's also funny because, you know, you look at trends in the health space. I'm sure you've seen this. Everything has a, like everything has probiotics in it. It's like probiotic bread, probiotic smoothie, probiotic. I'm like, what are these probiotics? Like, yeah. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I know. It's, it's everywhere. Ridiculous. I know. Well, I also want to touch on some of the newer products you guys have put out. I know you have um, the vitamin K supplement, and you can talk a bit more about why you added that in. Yeah. Well, so our you know, purpose is part of our purpose is to bring products to the market that are missing in the market and needed in the market. And so our vitamin K27 product is um, we feel like it's missing in the market. You know, people aren't really talking about K2. So our vitamin K27 product is really unique because we know vitamin K is a nutrient that's missing in 95% of the population. Most people are deficient in, in vitamin K2. You don't find it in normal foods that we eat in the Western diet. Um, so our formulation is made up of 320 micrograms, which is a very high dosage, which we need high doses of vitamin K27. There's actually no known lethal dose of vitamin K2. Um, and so we also put in a little bit of K1 in there that allows the liver to absorb the K1 and allows this K2 to be distributed to the tissues. We have magnesium and zinc, which are the two main cofactors of K2 in our formulation. So it's a very, very thought out formulation. And it's really important for bone health and heart health. So the job of vitamin K2 is to remove um, the plaque or uh, calcium from arteries like your heart and put it into your bone. So really important for bone health and heart health. Great for kids, great for adults. Um, You know, kids have growing bones. Someone breaks the bone. It's really great. Um, Just really great for heart health um, to help keep the, you know, our calcium away from the arteries. And then we have just recently launched our prebiotic. And, you know, of course, people would be like surprised that we didn't launch a prebiotic sooner. But the reason we didn't is because we couldn't find prebiotic fibers that um, would only target the good bacteria. So the problem with prebiotics is they have a tendency to... um, they have a tendency to feed the, they don't know how to distinguish between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. So we actually found fibers, these certain oligosaccharides that only target the good bacteria. So um, that's really exciting. And now the studies that we have on it are showing it's increasing what the probiotic is doing by tenfold, some studies by a hundredfold. So it's like, it's basically the food for the probiotics in your gut. So also really important to take. It's so good. I mean, it's, it's so, so good for you. So um, definitely. And then we don't, we're not launching a vitamin C or a vitamin D. We're not just a supplement company. We're about finding products that are really needed and missing in the market. Yeah. I have a question about the prebiotics. Um, prebiotics it, like from foods, like prebiotic foods, does that do the same thing where it just, it feeds all the bacteria? Yeah. Prebiotic foods are great. I mean, I, I also think those are also great too, just like fermented foods. I mean, I think they're wonderful. But a lot of times that's why, yeah, they're gonna, they don't know how to distinguish between the good and bad bacteria either. But I mean, I, I would always, if you are tolerating prebiotic foods, by all means, keep taking the prebiotic foods. You know, with the probiotic, you can't get the probiotic from foods. You know, you're not going to get that in from our soil anymore. But the prebiotic you could get from food. Um, but the nice thing is if you, do, if you don't tolerate prebiotics food, well, 
prebiotic foods, well, our prebiotic would be awesome too because you could, or if you're not getting enough of the prebiotic foods, which most of us aren't, it's a great product to take because it's only targeting the good bacteria. Yeah. I think also maybe you could clarify on the podcast, I had Karan go over this on my Instagram stories, but in terms of the prebiotics, because um, it contains, it says it contains some allergens, but not really. <laughs> well, there's no, it doesn't contain allergens. It, it contains one of the oligosaccharides is derived from the corn cob. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and the same thing with the, one of the oligosaccharides is derived from um, lactose, but it's not, there's no allergens from the lactose. So, um, but of course we always say if you have a severe allergy or anything, then you would, you know, you would definitely not want to take it, but it's not the allergens that you would normally find in, you know, dairy and all of that. So, yeah, well, I don't tolerate corn or dairy and I take it with no issue. So there's none of the allergens from the corn or dairy, you know, it's just, that's where they're derived from. Okay. Gotcha. I just wanted to clear it up on air. We'll we'll be here forever. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think this is going to be so helpful for everybody to learn all about probiotics. I just, I mean, there are so many myths and I feel like this is such a hot topic and like people really need to get some good information and spread good information to other people that they know if you see a friend taking a a certain probiotic and might not help be helping them out, educate them. Like I think education is the uh, most important thing right now. Um, but thank yeah. you for sharing so much information. Can you just tell everyone where they can find more about the probiotic, try it out more from you? Yeah, definitely. Um, thriveprobiotic.com is where you could find us. And of course on Instagram, Thrive Probiotic and Facebook, Thrive Probiotic. Um, so yeah, and those would probably be the best places to find us at. And um, I just encourage everyone to take health and wellness into their own hands and learn as much as you can from people like Christina and from people, you know, who are dedicating their life and their career to making healthier choices. Thank you. I agree. And I have one final question to wrap up. Um, You've been on quite the journey, um, created an amazing company. And I just wonder if there's like kind of one key takeaway for for you from this whole experience, what would that be? Well, I have so many takeaways, but, um, you know, I, I mean, think as a business owner, from a business perspective, I big thing is like, just never stop learning. You know, you have to keep learning and surround yourself with people. I, I mean, get rid of the ego. Um, I mean, obviously I've done a lot of schooling in my life and I am very, um, I'm, I'm very humble when it comes to learning. And I put, I'm very vulnerable in a lot of situations. Um, I'm, I put myself in situations that um, are uncomfortable. And I just would say that has definitely proven to be fruitful for us. Um, and just, you know, just put yourself out there and learn and surround yourself by really smart people um, in the industry or the field that you want to be in. So I think that has been one of the keys to us being able to get this product out is just being open to learning from other people. I love that. Always keep learning. Everyone can use that in their lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Thank you again, Tina. It's so much fun chatting with you. Oh, thank you, Christina. Huge thank you to Tina for coming on the podcast and sharing all of that information about probiotics, prebiotics, everything in between. If you want to try out Just Thrive, just go to bit.ly slash Just Thrive Christina. 
And don't forget to use my discount code Christina15 for 15% off your order. You can also find more from Just Thrive on Instagram at Thrive Probiotic. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it on social media. Tag me, tag Thrive Probiotic, tag at Wellness Wellness Podcast so that I can see that you're enjoying it. I always appreciate it. And if you aren't already in the Facebook group, just go ahead and search on Facebook Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe to connect with other listeners and bring this conversation to the community so we can talk back and forth. And if you haven't already left a rating and a review on iTunes, it only takes a second and it means so much to me and it's a great way to help me grow our community. So if you feel so inspired to do so, I would greatly appreciate it. That will be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will be back with you very soon with another fun conversation. In the meantime, have an amazing day. Have an awesome weekend, awesome rest of your week, and I will chat with you again next time. Bye!